This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. Happy Thursday, everybody, and happy October. It's the seventh day of October during the filming of uh, Northwood Replay 2021. And as always, my co-host Rich Violet and I are joined in our first segment by the head coach of the Northwood Timberwolves football team, Coach Leonard Haynes. And Coach Haynes, it's good to have you again this morning. And uh, a happy October to you as well. Happy October friend. to you. It's going hey, fast. Huh? You bet it is. You bet it is. So we're four weeks into our 2021 season. We are one and three overall. Took our first conference loss uh, to Ferris this last Saturday during our homecoming. 67-25 uh, defeat to the Bulldogs. Uh, with Saturday's loss to Ferris, Coach, uh, what did you discover about your Timberwolves uh, taking on the number two team in the country coming into last week's play. What uh, what was learned in that? Well, the one thing is our guys came out ready to fight, and uh, we did that. And um, Ferris is a great football team. We all know that. And uh, But our guys came ready to play. And so uh, I was really pleased by how we came out, you know, early in that football game. You know, we did not bat an eye. Our guys was ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And, um, and so... Uh, you can't ever argue a, a, a Northwood football team not coming out ready to fight. So I, I was, I was, uh, you know, happy to learn that about our team. Tough loss, coach. Obviously, mm -hmm. good football team, very talented oh, yeah. football team. You went up against. You're always looking to see some bright spots right from the game. Kelbert Baldwin, in my mind, got some playing time. Oh, yeah. Those are bright spots. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you looked at it the same way. Uh, you know, you ran in a lot of folks towards the end of that game, mm -hmm. got some real minutes. Yeah. In a game like that, that type of game, obviously uh, you get a chance to see some other guys show up and play or, and get an opportunity. And I think uh, Jacob Calbert did that. He, he showed some flashes of doing some good things. Just a freshman. And he's just a freshman. He was able to move the dope ball down the field and help us out and score. He, he actually had to come out of the game because his helmet came off. Right. So we put uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob Baldwin in. And he uh, threw a touchdown pass to Shamar. So, but it was a it was a drive that was started by Calvert. But both of them showed some flashes of doing some good things. So, and then we had some other guys play that got in, obviously offensively and defensively. We got a chance to kind of see and evaluate to see you know what they still may be. Uh, just a quick question for you now. First half football that was to and fro, punch for punch. I'll tell you what. Uh, twice in the first half, it was just a two point ball game. Yeah. They'd score, and we'd come right back and do it again. Ferris found a fifth gear. 
they did in, in late in the first half and going into the third and fourth quarters. Did their attack change at all? Did you see their strategies change at all? Uh, because they went on, prior to ending the half, they went on three scoring drives. And as we've discussed, uh, teams nowadays score quick and mm -hmm. fast, and uh, they certainly did that. Uh, to extend their lead, did you notice them doing anything different than for the first, you know, uh, Fifth, uh, let's go 20 minutes of that game, it was blow for blow, and then all right. of a sudden they get into a rhythm. Yeah, uh, they didn't do anything different. You okay. know, I think they made some adjustments. Uh, speaking on their offense and our defense, you know, we were blitzing them a little bit, so they, right. they threw up some uh, swing passes or screen passes. And what it really comes down to, we're in position to make some plays. Now you got to make those one-on-one -on -one plays, mm -hmm. and um, whether it's a ta you know a tackle or whatever. Uh, we missed some tackles that you know I wasn't too happy about. And but when you get a team like Ferris who's talented, you definitely got to be able to win those one-on-one -on -one matchups. And uh, we did not do enough of that on Saturday. And, uh, and that was definitely addressed to our football team as well. So they did not adjust. They didn't. I mean, they didn't do anything that we weren't expecting. Okay. You know, we just got to make those plays. Agreed, Coach. I, I know we were blitzing, and, and the swing passes caught us for 26, 29, 30, some big plays yep. for touchdowns. Like you said, you got to make those tackles, and then we don't have that problem. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a game like this, you don't spend a lot of time looking at the film. You're moving on, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got to bring this up because it was really frying my bacon up in the up in the booth. But uh, Coach Anisi decided to leave in Malik Mitchell and Campbell and Miner and Taylor at the end of that football game. Couldn't have sat well with you. I know you're going to be professional, but it couldn't have not sat well with you. You know, it's football at the end of the day. But no, it didn't sit well with me. I'll be completely transparent with that. And uh, whatever they were trying to do, records they were trying to break. I, I mean, that, I guess that's on them if they felt they had to to run the score up to to do that against us. Then you know, so be it. Whatever. You know, at the end of the day, I'm concerned about our football team, our players. Hey, and making sure we get better day in and day out. And so. Uh, and giving guys other opportunities to get in and, play, and get some experience in playing in a game like that. Uh, and so, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't pleased, but, you know, hey, it's end of the day, we still got to play. I'm telling you, I'm proud of you for holding your cool because I would not have been able to do that. And to be honest, he was not cool. <laughs> no. We talked about it a little bit, and it was. It, uh, yeah, it just seemed it seemed like uh, inappropriate. But we, uh, I want to ask you this, too, because uh, it was a rough-and-tumble match against them. They're a big squad, and they're deep, and they can rotate bodies, and, you know, they're two and three deep mm -hmm. at every position. So uh, how do we end up uh, holding up injury-wise? Because your guys kept coming up. We got to look at some youngsters that was exciting again mm -hmm. uh but uh how we hold up injury wise i mean we took some nicks we took some nicks we, we we took some losses i'll be quite honest with you and um and so uh we just got to work through it right you know and it's kind of a next man up mentality and whether it's a young guy or, or a guy that was vying for some playing time they got to be ready to go and our coaches have been doing a good job this week in getting guys ready and um so uh you, you hate that it happens young man get injured but you know it's part of the game you know, when we talked about the final score and the, the flow of the game late, always we have some highlights from this squad that you bring to the field in 2021. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the things that we are, in fact, celebrating. Yeah, we'll celebrate some yeah, things. Sure. Uh, here's a punt by Parker. Our guys come down. 30 for the nice 
to 20. Now this play you were talking about, right? I don't know why they spotted it back. Uh, I really have no no idea what they were thinking on that one. You were right. They weren't. They weren't thinking. They weren't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the blitz. Uh, I believe that's Bimba on the sack. You know, I think we sacked Ferris four times. Yes. I don't think they've been sacked many times throughout, you know, so far throughout the year. But we were able to get to the quarterback uh, a few times on Saturday, so I was pleased with that. And nice. Nice uh, ball here. Well, could have been out front a little bit more for Marcus and uh, to see what he could have done with that. But that was a big play for us, you know, continuing to drive. And here, uh, defensive, defensively, we got the quarterback on a run. And uh, I believe that's a sack as well uh, from a few of our Timberwolves there. Here's a punt return by old June. We call him June Control Ware. Does a good job of just keeping his feet moving. And he almost kind of broke away on this one. He kind of stepped out of bounds. That close. He was real close. I was watching those, that foot. <laughs> he stepped out of he bounds. He never stops moving his feet. No, no. And he, he has great vision. Yeah. You know, so it's great. And here, a punt team, I think it's Sean Hall on the block. You know, they had a bad snap, and we took advantage of that. Gave us some great field position. You know, and then offensively here, so again, some bright spots again on Saturday. And it's good to see this. You know, John makes a, a, a real tough catch with the traffic, a guy right over him. So that was huge. We kept it close. You know, we tried our best to keep it close. We got 19 to 10. And uh, this is huge for us. Where Kentrell Ware. For the record. For the record. <laughs> that could have been a one-on-one. He yeah. stepped back into the end zone. I didn't know he was this fast. I don't know. But he, he did a great job. <laughs> Great job. Previous going record for the was score. 90, 99 yards back in 98. Yeah. Record. 98. Not anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So that was great. That was great. We were still in the game. We we're still having fight in us. You know, we we're, were moving. And so uh, offensively back here again. A little swing pass to Taj Leslie. And he kind of shows his speed off here getting around that edge. That's kind of what he can do. He's very, very talented young man. Good to have him back because he was out. You know, his first couple of weeks. Right. It was good to have him back. We've got to get him more involved. And then here's a nice passing catch. Uh, here's John Hall. Uh, that's great. You know, John Hall is starting to come into his own now again. Getting space. Have him back and starting in space, yes, using his length. So I'm excited about what John's going to be able to do the rest of the year. And then we had a nice pass to Shamar here from Jacob Baldwin. You know, like I said earlier, that we were able to move the ball with Jacob Calvert at the helm. And then, hey, we want to keep fighting, right? Have a chance, give our guys a chance. Well, you just started the fourth quarter. Just I started mean, the fourth yeah. quarter. And so, hey, we want to give our guys a chance, you know, keep on fighting and not to give up. You know, you play to win, obviously. Right. But this was a great opportunity for some guys to come in. Again, he talked about Calvert. You know, nice pass and catch. I think that's to Brian Keefe. And, and again, it was good to see the young freshman come in and, and do some good things, some good positive things. And that, I think that's something we definitely can build off of uh, with him. And it's a nice catch over here by uh, uh, Zarnacki, one of our young freshman slot receivers. So, but uh, again, proud of where guys came out and fought. And Absolutely. obviously, Ferris is a good football team, but you know, we still got some work to do to keep getting better. And, and great getting those young kids in there because that makes them feel part of it, you know? That, oh, yeah. They get some playing time, and it's a whole different attitude that they bring. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you get them some experience, man, you got to take advantage of them because you never know what you have, to be honest, you know, when those guys show up for game time. Yeah. We referred to early in this season how you were young and inexperienced in 2019. Nobody got a snap. 
in uh, 2020. Right. Now those young, inexperienced <laughs> of 2019 are coming on and showing where your strength lies for that that uh, uh, verse group a little bit. Now you're implementing even more youngsters into the flow. Uh, and we talked about it on the onset of uh, this this season as well, Coach, is that uh, you're, gen you're generating some depth amongst your ranks, and they know that there's a next man up, which makes people work harder for positions. Oh, yeah, and, and that's, you're right. To gain experience, to keep building the depth is, is, is football, right? It's you sports. you got to build some depth, and we're working our way to do that. Let's take a look at last week's results in the GLIAC, Coach. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, obviously, we see our score. We know what our score was. But Davenport, Michigan Tech, Michigan Tech had 31-7 over Davenport. Uh, Grand Valley over Saginaw Valley, 49-17. Wayne State uh, loses to Northern Michigan in a comeback. Come from behind win by Northern Michigan, mm -hmm. basically, in the fourth quarter. You know, they scored most of their, all their points, I believe, in the <laughs> fourth quarter. So, interesting game right there. Obviously, now we're starting to get into the conference standings. You know, Ferris and uh, Grand Valley. Uh, Northern Michigan, those guys around out the top. We're right in the middle of the pack still, and then they're working our way to some wins there. Uh, overall, overall, you know, we sit at one and three. Again, Fair State right at the top there, and so you kind of see how that all kind of starting to round out, kind of at that midway point now uh, of the schedule, and so it's all conference games now from here on out. So, best man wins. There's no no pause button on the rest of this run, is there? No, not at all. I mean, there's, no there's no breaks. Pause. No, none at all. <laughs> well, listen, uh, thanks for going back with us, and uh, thanks for touching on last week's win. A successful weekend. You probably didn't run into anybody you knew at homecoming oh, auto man. show weekend, did oh, you? Oh, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ran into a lot of guys, a lot yeah, of, a lot I of bet people. You did. It was great to see a lot of alum come back and support us. Yep, and we were packed. It was a packed house. We yes, had a good was. weekend for it. So uh, yes, it uh, that in and among amongst itself again another win and another thing that was a shining moment uh, on this on this season well listen as we always do we're going to take a quick break with you but we will fill that chair and we're going to do it with a coach you've never met and uh, you're about to, we're about to change that for you we're going to take you to an inside mind of that offensive line of the Northwood Timberwolves in 2021 and we're going to do that right after this Hi, my name is Reagan and I'm here at MCTV this week at camp. I learned how to be a graphics operator. To learn how you can get involved, check out the description. Welcome back everybody. It's episode four of Northwood Replay 2021. My name's Dale Robbins along with uh, my co-host Rich Violet, and we are joined on the set now with a brand new coach for Coach Haynes' staff at Northwood University. And uh, we would like to welcome to the set Coach Nick Young. He uh, oversees the offensive line of the Timberwolves, and he has some offensive talent in the backfield that this guy protects with his boys up front. And Nick, it's great to have you on set this morning, Appreciate coach. you guys having me. You bet. As we've done all along, we've been meeting a lot of new faces. They're all pretty youthful other than your beard. We still think that you could probably put on a helmet and pads and get at least two or three snaps in one of the series. You guys are all coming in youthful. I think Coach Haynes feels young with you guys staffed up with him, so it's great to have you. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think it's been, it's been a good change for some of the guys, just sure. having some new coaches in and a new staff and you know coach Haynes tries to play the old card but you know in this business he's still kind of on the younger side so it's been it's been good to get around the guys and the staff and everything and kind of build that continuity 
Coach Young, uh, where are you from? Where did, where did life begin and what in the world are you doing in Midland, Michigan? So I actually grew up in Monroe, Michigan. Uh, in southeast Michigan um, some call it the Mecca high school football you know sure. I know coach Haynes will with Detroit being around there and everything uh, went to Olivet College uh, played ball there uh, got my start at the University of Toledo kind of just walked in the door and told them that I wanted to coach football um, worked unpaid for a year and you know tried to grind as much as I could and get through it got ended up getting offered a graduate assistant job uh, got to work with Matt Campbell uh, Jason Candle who's the head guy there now so um, you know, some really good coaches to start my career. Uh, after that, I, I moved down to Miami, Florida. So, you know, very similar to Southeast Michigan, uh, same type of atmosphere, you would say. Warmer. Um, very much, much warmer. Um, but went down there, started a junior college program um, with Tommy Richardson, our head coach. Uh, from there, went back up to Bowling Green. I was there for three years as the recruiting coordinator. Uh, ended up by last year being the tight ends coach, working for uh, Mike Jenks and Carl Pelini. So, you know, really had a good experience with some great coaches throughout my career. Last year, last two years, I was at Clark University in Iowa, helped start that program as well. So, you know, the, the youthfulness of programs is kind of my deal. You know, I like coming into new programs, building programs, and um, helping get them to where they need to be. Sure. Great to have you in Midland. Welcome, Coach. Thank you for having um, me. Offensive line, talk a little football blocking schemes technique can you share some of that with us you know I think the big thing that you know we always look for is establishing an identity you know uh, ours ours is really predominantly our zone run game right now um, and that's you know through the interview process with coach Arnold and through my career kind of been the emphasis um, making sure no matter what you know it's easy for our guys and simple so that way they can play fast each week we're going to see different defensive linemen, different types of defensive linemen, different types of defenses. So, you know, with us, we just want to make sure that everything is simple and everybody can play fast. Um, the better, Obviously, we can have as good of players as we want, but if they don't know where they're going and they can't play fast, that kind of hinders them. So we try to streamline everything as much as possible uh, to make them the best player we can be. What's interesting uh, for you, Coach, is that uh, two weeks ago you prepped for Ferris. Mm -hmm. This week, you prep for Grand Valley. Your second week into the season, you prep for Tiffin. They do remain big on the other side of the football. Uh, it doesn't get simpler from where you go forward. Are you achieving some of your front end of your season goals and uh, you're seeing some of the best that uh, football has to offer in D2? Yep, absolutely. And I think with some of the youth we have uh, in our O-line, you know, we're playing some young guys. Uh, whether they be COVID freshmen, guys who are here for the 2020 year or a true freshmen, those guys are getting good experience against really good teams. And what we kind of consistently echo is if, if you want to be great and you want to play with these teams, like this, these are games that we need to be competitive in and these are games that we need to win. It's going to take every week, you know, no matter who's in front of us, being consistent with our preparation and understanding the job that we're trying to accomplish. Um, week in and week out and you know if we want to play with these teams we got to get in the mindset of being able to play for 60 minutes you bet you don't you don't go into Grand Valley you don't go into Fair State and mm -hmm. you know just blow those teams out that's not how that works you know you're going to have to play for the whole 60 minutes and that's what we're inst instilling right now in all these guys especially the young guys that are playing um, there's possibility that you know some true freshmen could be playing 
on Saturday. So you got to get those guys in the right mindset to play some of the best players at our level. Well, it shows because your offense, as we have wrapped up this segment, and this has gone very, very fast for it, it shows because your offense, you're protecting a, a pretty prolific offense. If they've got the time to do what they need to do, I think uh, I think you guys are putting it together to show us good football, and it all starts in the trench, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> those, guys, those guys are coming along, and, you know, they're picking it up each week and just trying to see improvement week to week is really what we're looking for. Yeah, we're seeing it from up top, I'll tell you what. Well, just like that, Coach Nick Young is on his way. He's going to go meet his offensive lineman probably for lunch. He probably eats less than the big boys, but <laughs> I, he still uh, takes on nourishment with them. Uh, Coach Young, great to have you on uh, Timberwolves campus, and it's uh, great to see what's uh, been elevated in the last few weeks. I appreciate you guys nice. having me. You bet. There it is. So we'll be back and talk Grand Valley. We're going to Grand Rapids. Coach Haynes is going to come back in and share his ideas of what we're doing in about 72 hours. We invite you to stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Callum and I'm here at MCTV. This week I'm learning how to be a sports reporter. If you want to learn how you can get involved, check out the info below. Welcome back, everybody. Episode four, Northwood Replay 2021. Timberwolf football is the topic every Thursday here at the Grace A. Dow Memorial Library's Auditorium. And uh, Coach Haynes, yes, we, uh, we just met a brand new coach of yours, uh, Nick Young, offensive line coach. Tell us a little bit about having him staffed up uh, with a schedule here for less than a year yeah. and how that's working out for what yeah, you had planned. Yeah. Nick's been a great addition. Uh, we hired him real late. He was the last the last hire, I believe, and uh, it, it was it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, he brings a lot of different things to the table. He not only is offensive line coach, he's our recruiting coordinator, and he does a very good job with that so far. His experience been at the Division One level, helping with recruiting uh, is, is really adding to our uh, staff. And so uh, it's a pleasure having him around, and I think he's been good for our young men. Tremendous. Coach, we got Ferris coming, or we just played Ferris. We yeah. got Grand yeah. Valley, right, Saturday night. Much like Ferris, very talented team, number seven in the country. Yeah. Uh, might not put up as much offense as Ferris, but they're pretty prolific as well. Um, what I've noticed is, boy, they get into that red zone. They've scored 15 of 16 trips into the red zone, and 13 of them are for touchdowns. Mm -hmm. What do we got to do to stop them when they get in that red zone? Well, not let them in the red zone, right? Yeah, you try not to let them in there. They Again, they're really good, well-coached football team. I think uh, Matt Mitchell does a great job with his football team. And, uh, yeah, the red zone is, is, is a problem that you have to address. And, again, it just comes down to sound football, you know, running our scheme and everybody doing their job. And I know that sounds cliche-ish. But that's really what it is, and, uh, and and making sure you kind of be that bend but don't break type of uh, attitude in a way. And so, but you got to be able to make plays down there, making sure that player stays with his key, right? Exactly. So yeah. you cannot get get you know because their quarterback pull it down and, and run the ball as well. You know he's shown some things as well on film where if the pass not there, he'll take off and run it. And so. Uh, we just got to do our jobs and stay on your keys and stay on your guys and, and just cover your area. So, and, and again, it comes down to one-on-one -on -one football at the end of the day too, right? Right. So guys got to be able to make some plays. Team sport, but you got 11 guys doing 11 things mm -hmm. to contribute to what the team's trying to achieve. Exactly. Right? And, and, and our guys understand that now. 
Yeah. You know, we've talked about uh, their, uh, their offense and their success on, on the football field. Also take a look at uh, uh, their uh, leading the GLIAC going into uh, this next week. Uh, in defense allowed, they're only allowing about 260 yards of offense against that defense mm-hmm. in the game. That's 13th nationally. Uh, also, back to their offense, their uh, rushing yards per game, they're ranked uh, seventh nationally. They're averaging about 270 yards on the ground. Mm-hmm. They got 17 guys who've caught balls this year with that offense that scores. Seven different receivers have gone in the end zone with it. So it's not like, I know keys are important, but they have that type of talent. To prepare your defense for that, it's really important to read what comes up from the offense and how they slot those out, is it not, and how they set them up? Yeah, well, again, it goes back to to doing your job and knowing the situation. You know, they have a lot of weapons. Uh, Like you said, they've thrown to uh, seven different receivers and so, but Again, they got talent. They're pretty deep. And again, whatever comes at us, we got to be ready and prepared to handle it. No matter who's lining up at receiver or slot or playing in the backfield, right. you know, we just got to be ready to execute and play football. That's what it comes down to. And again, I keep going back to making plays. You got to be able to make plays no matter who you're lining up against. Always comes back to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the one thing I noticed, they run two to one, right, mm-hmm. against passing attempts. But when they do pass it, They've only attempted 88 passes this year and 24 for touchdowns. 24 for touchdowns. Yes. That's that that is on, of the time. that's that's uh, that's telling. Yeah. Coming off of the Ferris game, going into this game, what is there one key area that you want to see cleaned up? Um, you know, is it eliminate big plays? Is it, you know. Well, I think you said it right there. You know, eliminate the big plays. You know, try to keep the ball in front of you and and win the one-on-one matchups because Grand Valley gets you in a one-on-one situation. Again, they're saying that their guy's better than your guy, no matter who they're playing. And again, we got to be able to step up and make those plays uh, when they're there to be made. And when you get the opportunity, take advantage of it. And that's the one thing. The next leap for us uh, is capitalizing off the opportunities that we get. And we have to be able to do that. And like Coach Young said, you know, if you want to be relevant, you want to see it at the table, these are the type of games you got to be able to step up and go toe-to-toe with these people. Uh, week in and week out, the GLIAC's a tough conference. We understand that. And so don't get any easier. So we got to step up our, our play. We've talked about the GLIAC being a tough conference. You just mentioned it. Everybody, everybody, for the most part, is playing football this weekend. Let's go ahead, if we can, and let's take a look at the GLIAC schedule and who's matching up against who come this next weekend. All right. All right. Northwood off to Grand Valley for a night game. It'll be a great night for football. Their homecoming. At their homecoming. Uh, Good stuff. Northern Michigan versus uh, Davenport. You got Saginaw traveling all the way to Texas A&M Commerce. And Michigan Tech will be playing uh, Wayne State. That's a 7 o'clock kick. It's uh, beneath the lights. Uh, that's a different effect, but uh, our guys ready for something just like that, are they not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, our guys like playing night games and the uh, atmosphere of it, so it's great for college football. Oh, we love it, too. I mean, yeah. uh, to be quite, quite honest, it's a fun environment, atmosphere. Yeah. We know you're going to come ready to play. Right. Yeah. So looking forward to that game. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Take a look now. You guys don't have a night in a hotel. You're not eating at the Golden Corral. 
So you leave, uh, you're going to leave, be taken off from uh, Midland mid-afternoon. Yes. Uh, any, where You do your walkthroughs once you get down there. Where uh, where do you do your game day prep, if, if any? Well, game day prep, I mean, the haze and the burn by Friday or Thursday. Yeah, but, good point. You know, we'll, we'll practice uh, the rest of this week, Thursday and or today, and then Friday we'll practice, and then um, we'll probably just get our guys up. We'll have a pregame meal, and then we'll get going, get on the bus, and we'll get them there. Once we get there, obviously, you want to get the bus ride out of them, kind of have them walk the field, jog, right. and, and just kind of get loose and shake that bus ride off. But other than that, it's time to play football. Game day is Saturday, yeah. 7 o'clock. Rich and I will be on the air. And at GoNorthwood.com, we'll be there about uh, 6.45 for you. Looking forward to you tuning in, 107.7 FM, 1490 AM. We're everywhere, and uh, it'll be Grand Rapids will be our location come Saturday evening. So, for our good friend, Coach Leonard Haynes of the Timberwolves, my partner, Rich Violet, my name's Dale Robbins, and as we always do, we're out of here. But we're not just simply going away, we're going away mad, going to make a difference. Have a good uh, first full weekend of October, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website cityofmidlandmi.gov slash mctv. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.